<laughs> that was so, defiant. So, talking about losing you. Yeah, how are you? It's Carrie's, it's, Carrie's, it's Carrie's theme song of the week. I must say, I, I mean, talk about Teflon. This is Steve Vines, by the way, in case you didn't know. Yes, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Teflon. I mean, you, you, you know, as the criticism mounts, she 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 um, does a variety of things. One is going, I'm not listening. You, you know, like a child who puts their hands over their ears and goes, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, I'm not here, I'm not here. She does that. And then every now and again, she just disappears. She's in disappearing mode at the moment. She, that she's had faced a lot of criticism from European countries. So she's cancelled her visit to Europe on the grounds that they're all smelly and horrible. And she's not going there. Well done, Carrie. I, I see you're, you're flying the flag for Hong Kong. I hope you're not going to complain when other people go abroad and, and, and try and make the case for Hong Kong. But anyway, and, and then she does this thing, and, and I quote you directly, where she basically says, and this is a direct quote, no matter how much political criticism I'm getting personally, I still think it's worth doing. In other words, I just don't care how many people are saying this is flawed, this is worrying, this is not good. But look what's happened in just this week. I don't know what's happened. It's all got so confusing, Steve. This is why you're here today. Oh, good morning again. It yes. really uh, has, honestly. Well, I mean, I liked, I liked the story uh, I saw at the beginning of the week in the South China Morning Post exclusive. Elsie Leung supports extradition bill. Oh, oh wow. well, yeah, well, you know, it, it's up there with Pope changes his mind about Catholicism. <laughs> you know, I mean, Elsie Leung is the most stalwart of the pro-Beijing stalwarts. Does she support the extradition bill? Well, it came as a shock to me, I can tell you. So they are. But, I mean, the, the reason I mention that is that they, the order has gone out yep. from the Central Liaison Office. You've got to do this. It's very interesting. I've spoken this week, unfortunately off the record, to two... No, one last week and one this week. Two members of Leicester of the pro-government camp. And they openly say that they won't be quoted, which is very annoying they openly say we are under orders we have no choice in this matter one one of them actually used the words i am not a free agent in this very interesting and these are people who 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 will of course do what they're told so they're under orders to do what they're told it was very interesting when this process started and there was some lack of clarity over whether this whole business had been started by carrie herself or had been an order from the from the bosses up north. Some of the um, some of the usual suspects in the flag waving department were, were sort of going, "Oh, this is a bit much. Maybe we should, you know, say something." Mm. Now it's clear that the bosses want it. They're all going, "Oh, this is a very good idea. Ooh, have have some of that." P pity I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> so there's all of that going on, and then there's what I love is the billionaires exception that they've brought in so you've got this case that was going on in the high court or it was heading for the high court with um joseph lau who who remember has been sentenced to five years in jail in macau in absentia right in absentia but right. he's actually been sentenced it's yeah, not yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. alleged this is what he's been he's been sentenced for corruption and money laundering mm -hmm. and the the length of the sentence is five years that's interesting so and so they're now talking about going, oh, well, we're not going to bother with, in this case, rendition for cases under seven years. So, in other words, 
we are looking after our friends. We're not really aiming at you. What we're aiming at is all those people who say nasty things about China. Don't, don't forget the purpose of this bill is not to alienate our friends in the business community, even though they are extremely alienated mm. because they, they, they really worry how this is going. So Joseph Lau now says, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a real patriot. I've decided to withdraw my, uh, my, my case in the High Court challenging the bill. Hmm. I'm sure that was a coincidence. Yeah. And you, you ask anyone in the street, they'll say, this smacks of coincidence. So there's that going on. Um, there's, what I also like is, is legislators had a, a meeting with, with a whole bunch of, um, I think it was mainly European diplomats, but it might have been others, all of whom came along to the meeting with the legislators going, oh, God, this is really bad. You know, we're trying to be friendly with Hong Kong. We're really in utter despair. And Starry Lee, remember Starry Lee? As in Starry, Starry Lee. Um, she, she says, after the meeting, she says, oh, a number of them were very supportive of the legislation. So some pesky reporters said, well, who would they be? Well, I'm not saying. It's logic that I'm a number saying. of them would be, well, I suppose, well, well, but it depends how big that number apparently is. Apparently it's not logic, because from everybody else who was at the meeting, nobody heard these expressions of support. Yeah. <coughs> the same with Matthew Chung. He says, oh, I've been going around the business community and i found that support for this bill is growing. Well done. Well done, Matty boy. Uh, um, but Steve, what... I mean, seriously, what next? I... Well, I mean, it's very hard to say where the where the where the boundaries of uh i'm trying to think of the word where the boundaries of uh, i was going to say sane behavior but i mean it does reality have a, it has a it has an internal sanity of its own where the all right let's put it this way where the boundaries boundaries of undermining one country two systems are going to be moved next i mean if you now want to move the boundary on rule of law you've moved it so far into another playing field that it's very hard to see how, how far further you're going to go with that. But remember, there's all sorts of pending legislation. There's pending legislation literally in LegCo at the moment on the National Anthem or, you know, how many people can we put in prison for not singing the National Anthem properly? There's a raft of proposals being planned for um, bumping up... Um, what they call patriotic education some people may describe as indoctrination in schools mm. and the fact that in this extradition thing all these schools and what really annoys them is all these elite schools the pupils there have been signing petitions there's now hun literally hundreds of them floating around saying we're really worried we're really upset about this including Carrie's alma mater which apparently she's not happy about <laughs> so you know they're all going you know it's just these children they just don't understand oh and by the way shut up mm. we don't want to hear from you so it's very interesting they actually say i mean they they they, they have no self-awareness these people they actually <laughs> say we want to get school students more involved in political activity of an appropriate flag waving nature and when they say well actually we are quite interested in politics they go well that's very inappropriate we what about this you don't understand thing we've been hearing everything that quite a lot. is you don't understand i mean everything all around this particular question is hong kong people are really dim you know god they're dim they just don't understand what's going on well, good luck with that um, form of explanation. I mean, every time 
uh, 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 Carrie Lamb, or as I say, she's gone silent recently, so maybe not Carrie Lamb, but somebody else, say Ronnie Tong, says, oh, you've got no idea. You've got no idea. You don't understand what's going on. That's another thousand people on the streets on June the 9th for what I'm very sure now will be an enormously large um, demonstration. I don't think there's any... Um, any doubts about that any longer and I notice the police are already thinking of ways to to um, make that demonstration difficult to organise by saying oh well it's we a don't... strawberry show or something well <laughs> they, they've got the strawberry show and they've got the um, the frilly knicker display on Victoria Park but they're also saying oh we can't I love them they're saying oh we can't really release that many lanes in, in the road because the demonstration actually has to leave Victoria Park and go in the, in the direction of Tamar because, oh, 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 um, uh, what's the excuse? Oh, emergency vehicles. Yes, emergency vehicles won't be able to use it if there's people demonstrating. Well, listen, boys, if the, if the streets are filled with people, emergency vehicles aren't going to be able to go down that street anyway. So anyway, but th this is all complete nonsense. But again, it points to the poison, which is spreading like wildfire in the system, where you've got the police acting in such an overtly political way, rather than acting in a way which one expects of the police, which is that they are neutral enforcers of the rule of law. I mean, I, I don't know, I'm old-fashioned about this. That's what I always thought was the purpose of the police force. But, you know, if you constantly, you've got the police always banging out numbers of how many people went on demonstrations. You know, somebody says 100,000, they say, well, we think there were at least two dozen. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. It's, Does anybody yet know how any of these, I mean, how the organisers and the cops um, ga gauge all this? I how do they, actually know how, how they, they measure, I, do, I, I do know, I don't know how it's the cops... a bit like a I do know how the cops do it, but I know that the, um, the organisers just station people um, along the road. I mean, I've seen them there okay, yeah, with, with little, wondered, little glow vests on saying, I, I'm counting. Mm. Um, <laughs> and they, you, none of this is an exact science. You make an estimate of how many people abreast there are on the street and how many pass you. I mean, it, 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 it's not rocket science. It, sorry, it's not rocket science. It's not particularly accurate. But it gives you an impression. My view is I know what 100,000 people on the streets look like. I know what 10,000 people on the streets. I've covered demonstrations for so long now, you know, before God was in shorts. So I I've been out on, looking at these things. I've got a very good idea what they're like. I wonder how the police do it. Genuine question. I mean, they're the ones who are allowed to fly drones if they want to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They've never actually revealed just, their counting. You know. It's interesting. I don't know the answer to that. Oh, I, there you go. It, Steve, Steve Vines, flummoxed. <laughs> yes. But, but so now you've got this <coughs> interesting um, series of interviews that appeared on the Reuters um, newswire yep. with judges unnamed um, saying, you know, this is really worrying us, this, this extradition thing. And then you've got Ronnie Tom going, oh, I'm absolutely appalled, oh, appalled, beyond They're appalled. They're probably appalled that they feel the need to do it. Well, you know, that judges, know judges, judges are expressing a view. Yes. Well, I don't... I, sorry, did I catch him say, and these were on the record, comments from the head of the independent, no, that word, Independent Commission Against Corruption, which is certainly not supposed to be involved in commenting on the formulation of laws. Did I hear Ronnie say at the time that the head of the ICAC commented in support of the extradition legislation that this was wholly inappropriate for an independent commission? Don't believe I did hear that. What the judges have been saying, if you read the Reuters report, is that, that what they're really worried about is the invidious position this puts them in, because one of the things that they would 
perhaps almost inevitably be forced to 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 ask themselves is mm -hmm. is not the nature of the offense because that's always hard to tell but this crucial thing of could you guarantee that somebody being rendered to the mainland and let's not worry about being rendered to iraq this and all these other places that they're about. always talking about mm -hmm. rendered to the mainland we'll get a fair trial I think that's a reasonable question, mm. considering that the conviction rate is something like 99%, considering that the average trial on the mainland lasts a day, considering that, that, that lawyers for the defence are sitting in jail for being lawyers for the defence today, considering that um, sentencing in the mainland is phenomenally long, uh, with very little remission, considering all of these things, mm. A judge sitting in Hong Kong probably does not want to directly confront the mainland, but, you know, under this legislation, that's what they might have to do. Still in with Steve Vines. Well, well, we're still here, aren't we? Uh, um, we're, we're pretty much extradited out. In fact, <laughs> I don't want to joke about that. <laughs> That's the point. You know, when you do, when you do a radio program, and if you don't mention it, yeah, people go, "What's your game?" Yeah, and right, if you then. do, um, but so let's let's go to a completely different subject. It's this bloke, and you know, you I don't know where they got it. Well, I do actually know where they got him from. They got him from the Discipline Services, who's in charge of the <laughs> Equal Opportunities Commission. He shall remain anonymous. Stand up, Ricky Chu. Now he's hardly been in the job, hardly been in the job, and he's already saying, you know what? A lot of this equal opportunity stuff is really difficult. I mean, cool. Have you? Would you add him and Eve it? So he's already said. I mean, he's hardly got his feet under the table. He says, well, I'm not going to be talking about same-sex marriage because that's really difficult. Maybe we could talk about um, 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 something that's easier. You know, he's like. Martin, he, he's like the opposite, Martin Luther King. I have a dream. I have a dream that I won't do much during my time in office. <laughs> I have a dream that I will move paper clips. You know, he's a really inspirational figure that um Why do he's all these not. folks keep getting this job, though? I mean, because they this, don't you know, stir the pot. They don't, I mean, he was the one. When the controversy arose over the... Cathay Pacific poster of the two gay men walking along the beach in suits and... Do we know they're gay, though? Two blokes holding hands? Could yeah. be brothers? Could be, you know... And why were they wearing suits? I don't know on the beach. I, I'm just That's asking. Right. That's it's, a very it's, good it's, question, actually. I'm just asking that. It, on passant, as we say in your actual French. Um, and he said, I mean, he doesn't get it that, that somebody who advocates for equal rights should... Oh, that's right. Advocate. What was his courageous response to that controversy? Oh, I don't really have all the information. I mean, uh, it's a very... Paper clips. <laughs> oh, honestly, I mean, the, the last incumbent of the job, who was heavily criticised for not actually being an advocate for equal rights... Oh, quite... Oh, yeah. uh, the, other, the last one. People are now saying, you know, uh, oh, well, that Alfred Chan, he wasn't so bad, you know, after all. I mean, what is so disappointing about this is that now <laughs> any government-appointed job, they only want, only want uh, pliant people who, 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 who have the power of saying yes to whatever it is they're told to say. So this, the Equal Opportunities Commission is supposed to be an independent it's body. It's all in the word, really. It's all in the title, It's in the it? title. It but, really but, is. You know, just because <laughs> it says on the tin, Equal Opportunities, <laughs> we know it's not about that. I mean, it is so immensely disappointing because you have had people um, running that who, who've 
done something quite remarkable. They've advocated for equal opportunities. Teeth. Well, it hasn't. That's the point. It doesn't have much teeth. So the only feasible role for it is to be an advocate, and and to to you know make a fuss when when issues arise that that possibly require the attention of unequal opportunities. Yeah. But, but well, we're not going to get that from our boy Ricky Chu. I can say that. I'm just reading the story now. I mean, the headline from our boys says it all. It's a same-sex marriage too hard to achieve now. Yeah. So I don't need to read the story, yeah. really, do that, 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 That's Ricky Chu. There, there's a case, as, as I think the listener might well know, in court at the moment where the government is desperately trying to... It's a, it's a private case about same-sex marriage. The government is, is in there arguing that, that yeah, uh, human rights don't... don't um, extend to people who are interested in same-sex marriages. They only exist to heterosexual couples. Apparently that's their interpretation of the basic law. It doesn't say it in the basic law, but they say it is understood that discrimination is very good in the basic law. Well, they may be right about that. I, uh, <laughs> oh, dear, it's very depressing. I mean, you know, the rest of the world is so moving on on this. And it's quite interesting that, that the, the lawyer for the government actually said to the judge, you mustn't be you mustn't be influenced by social changes in Hong Kong or indeed in the rest of the world. And I'm thinking, well, if they're not influenced by that, if they're not actually influenced by what the majority of people deem to be acceptable, mm. I'm quite concerned as to what they are influenced by. And in fact, we know it's this small cabal, and let's call it out for what it is. It's this small cabal of Bible bashing civil servants in upper in, in, in upper echelons of, of the service who to a man and woman are bigots. I, I, you know I, I, And gay. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if only. Um, but you know, I mean I, 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 I I've 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 always been reticent to, to, to call people bigots, but you know, a consistent pattern of behaviour is a consistent pattern of behaviour. And when it is you know, at every opportunity now, the government is trying to hold the line for bigotry. And you look at the wider changes in Hong Kong society, particularly among young people, who are just saying, oh, for goodness sake, get over it, you it's, know. It's taking being gay may not be for me, but so what? It's yeah. for somebody else, you know. Let's take him at his word for a second. So he said it's better to deal with less controversial, in his opinion, yes. aspects of discrimination over sexual orientation, such as uh, employment, education, uses of public facilities, rather than talking on the endless debate over same-sex marriage. Well, the, those three less controversial uh, debates are actually <laughs> pretty controversial. But, yeah. but having said, let's do it, yeah, well, well let's they? let's see. Let's see. I mean, is 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 the very wonderful Ricky Chu going to be on the front lines of persuading schools to have perhaps different forms of gender education? I don't know. I I'm I think I'll put some money on the fact that he won't be. You know, last maybe a hundred bucks. You know, last week I said to you, isn't it funny that any time something juicy comes up, it's usually within six or so weeks before July the first. Well, of course, this one we've had more news from Taiwan about them yeah. making it legal, etc. And it's yeah. all adding fuel to this bubbling cauldron, isn't it? Well, it, I mean, it is interesting. I, I I'm not one of these people who always says, you know, oh, I'm worried about what others will think of that. I'm much more worried about what Hong Kong people will think of themselves rather than others. But it is a factor that as the rest of the world becomes more open and tolerant, Hong not Kong mm. 
seems to think, you know, Brunei might be a good example. We might be able to follow their, their stoning, um, stoning laws. They've, they, they, they they've sound knocked that off, though, haven't they? Well, well, well they, it's very interesting. What they've actually done is they've said, oh, we're not going to stone uh, gay people to death. We'll keep that on the statute book. But, you know, probably won't be doing it. Yeah. So, so happy compromise all round there. I'm looking away from him as, as, he's, as he's talking about the rest of the world growing. You know, Steve, um, th th there are some countries in the world that really aren't growing in this area. And, yeah. you know, we've, it's, we've got things like um, China, Russia, Kazakhstan, Kyr Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, all the stands. And, you know, all of those are on the Belt and Road. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it isn't it nice that Hong One Kong, belt bummer, Hong yeah. Kong is, is up there with, with, with the most liberal and forward-thinking places on the planet? Uzbekistan, Hong Kong, it's a match made in heaven. See, the people here, you could say that they're forward-thinking and all of those words you just used. Well, I'm just saying people are just more open. I don't know whether they're forward-thinking no, or not, but yeah, particularly yeah, yeah, the younger yeah. population. I mean, you know, oh, for goodness sake. This is a debate that is of no interest mm. because... It's of no interest. I mean, you know, this, I've actually heard, on, as far as the <coughs> the poster is concerned, this infamous poster. Yeah. Apparently, people would walk by that poster. You heard it here first. Well, actually, you didn't. You heard it somewhere else first. And you'd walk by, and, you know, their morale, their, their morals, sorry, not their morale, their yeah. morals would, would diminish now, just by walking through a poster. Put your cynical head on. Oh, <laughs> I, I have no idea how what to do, do that. What do you think is the real reason for Hong Kong's favourite airline to go down this avenue? Purely your opinion. No, I, I think it is because it's an international airline and they're getting with the programme. I think it's as simple as you that. You really think? I, no, I do, because I think that, that, that Cathay knows that they have a captive market. Let's be absolutely yeah, blunt that's, about that's the commercial, that's what I'm interested in here. commercial logic of this. They have a captive market in Hong Kong. So, you know, the market in Hong Kong is what it is. You can't make it much bigger. But you have to present a good face to the rest of the world, and the rest of the world has moved on about, you know, 300 miles down the motorway before Hong Kong's even got off the starting blocks. Mm. And they're going, do you know what? We need an image that, that, that puts us in with the sort of people who've got money, the sort of people who travel around the world. They, they, they like the idea of an open, all-inclusive airline. I mean, so happily in this case, commercial logic and what I would call good sense logic go in the same direction. I wonder what kind of meetings they had to sort of mitigate the flack that they knew they were going to get from other people. I don't know. I don't know. I Do mean, you know what I mean? How, the, how, the how they strategised it. The dealt with it in the usual way that the MTR deals well, blaming with it. Their said, advertising. Blame, have you noticed the MTR is never responsible for anything that it does? They ban an advert. They go, oh, that's the advertising agency. You know, problems on platform construction. Oh, that's the bloke down the road with the spanner. Uh, you know, <laughs> they're wonderful people. I can't help, I cannot help observing that the person who is still the chairman of the MTR is a very bigly Bible basher, Frederick Marr. And the idea that he might not have had something to do with it, I mean, is, is as plausible as, we're back to Catholicism and the Pope.